0: Texas Business Minds, a presentation of the Texas Business Journals, brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company, a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas. In this episode, the spotlight is on San Antonio, where Jeanette Garcia invites Jungle Disc Chairman and CEO Brett Pyatt to share the evolution of his company and offer insight into the world of cybersecurity.
1: Welcome to another installment of Texas Business Minds. I am Jeanette Garcia, the tech reporter at the San Antonio Business Journal, and I'm joined today by Brett Pyatt, the CEO of Jungle Disk, a San Antonio based cybersecurity company, and co founder and chairman of Porthcall Holdings. Thanks for joining us today, Brett.
2: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the program, Jeanette.
1: Why don't we start off by you telling me a little bit about Jungle Disk?
2: Jungle Disk was founded in Atlanta, Georgia, in 2006 by a gentleman named Dave Wright, and Dave was uh, building one of the early gaming platforms to allow multiplayer gaming on the internet, and um, Amazon, which was kind of a bookstore back then, came up with their first cloud computing product, and Dave saw an opportunity to make the cloud computing platform as easy to use as a hard disk uh, on your computer. So uh, hence the name Jungle as the Amazon is a big jungle and a hard disk or hard drive on your computer is what people do to store data. So uh, that's how it came together. Uh, And then Rackspace here in San Antonio was building their own cloud computing platform out at the same time. And we were looking for a way to make it easier for our customers. Uh, And then so Rackspace decided to acquire Jungle Disk in uh, 2008.
1: And at the time you were working for Rackspace, correct?
2: Yeah, see, so I was working on another department inside the company helping get the cloud computing going and building out our partner ecosystem.
1: And how did you get involved with Jungle Disk?
2: So, uh, over the, the years, Rackspace owned Jungle Disk initially. It was kind of core to the business. We were looking to grow what we were doing with small businesses. Um, But then over time, Rackspace's business model evolved to serve more medium and large enterprises and and really focus on cloud computing and data center applications and not software installed out on uh, employees' computers. So, in 2015, end of 2014 and 2015, Rackspace was looking to really figure out what was it going to do with Jungle Disk and some of the other products that didn't fit its new strategy, and they they made a decision to uh, hire Credit Suisse, an investment bank, to go market and and sell those businesses.
1: And then, was that how you became directly involved?
2: Yeah. So uh, out of that. I've always kind of watched the Disk business um, for a while inside of Rackspace. The team reported uh, up through the, the business unit I was running. And, and with that, I got on the phone with a friend and said, hey, if you're interested in working on this with me, then I think I'm interested in asking the, the board if they'll entertain a management buyout offer on this spin out and sale of the Jungle Disk business. Hugh Edwards, my, my business partner, he said yes. And Porthcall, uh, the name of our holding company, it's a beach town in Wales where uh, Hugh assures me it's the best fish and chips in uh, all of the uh, British Isles. So uh, that's where we, we got the name for the holding company. And so we, we sent a letter in in early 2015 to the board asking if they would entertain that management offer. Uh, they said yes. Uh, so we we put together a, a bidding group with some San Antonio family offices and uh, bought Jungle Disk. Ultimately, that uh, closed, and, and we um, took ownership in January of 2016.
1: And was that when you, of course, officially decided to spin it out?
2: Well, Rackspace had decided to spin it out at the end of 2014, early 2015. It just it took a year to go through all of the the mechanics of of actually. Going out, running a process, getting bidders in, and then doing all the technology things you need to do uh, in order to make that separation something that is clean and, and easy for the customers.
1: Uh, that makes sense. And, of course, you did mention that Jungle Disk does focus its products on small to mid-sized businesses, and I guess that's been since it was in space. Why did you decide to choose this market, and how do your products help those businesses?
2: Yeah. So I, I love small business. It's kind of the, the engine that drives America. We're hearing a lot about it with this uh, coronavirus COVID-19 crisis going on now. And I think folks are, are starting to realize just how many Americans work for small businesses and how much of our economy is driven by those firms. And uh, so, from my career, I've had the opportunity to deliver technology solutions to the, the largest of large enterprises, um, all the way down to serving uh, consumer markets. And I found I really enjoy the small business aspect. Small business owners are always looking to make their, their business better, finding ways to improve and get more efficient. Um, no small business owner says, oh, I have so much time in my day, uh, I'm not worried about being more efficient. Uh, and, and so... With that, you also get to see the direct value that your technology provides. When you're you're doing business with large enterprises, often the the company, you might be selling to their procurement team. And the procurement team, no matter how happy the users are, they're always going to tell you that, oh, you're not doing good at this and that, so they can try to negotiate a better price. That's their job, and I don't hold that against them. But I, I really enjoy the small business aspect where you get to sell to and work with the, the, the people that are gonna use the product. You get to see the direct value it's gonna create for them. And if you can do that well, and and you can build your product and business in an efficient manner, then it, it's something that turns out to be good for the, the small business and uh, good for you as a, a, a small business yourself.
1: And you definitely can tell that you're super passionate about small businesses, Brett. And that also goes into your community involvement as well. You are a board member with a local entity called Launch SA that is part of, I guess, a halfway between the city of San Antonio and Lift Fund. Can you tell me a little bit about that organization and your involvement in it?
2: Yeah. So Launch SA is, uh, yeah, as you said, it's a it's a project that's run by Lift Fund. It's a, a city contract with oversight from the, the San Antonio City Economic Development Department. And the, the goal of Launch SA is to help people uh, get their businesses up and going, or if you're already running one and you're, you're stumbling into to issues, to get you that help that you need so that we can improve the first, the creation of new businesses in San Antonio, and then improve the success of those entrepreneurs that go out and decide to start the business. In the, the tech world where I live, there's lots of of these types of things, they call them accelerators or incubators or the seed funds, and there's advisory groups. There's all sorts of things out there available for technology startups. But if you're going to be the uh, next restaurant, if you're going to open up and and build a packaged food business, if you're going to start a line of cosmetics, all of those types of of businesses are much harder to get funded, much harder to get advisory resource. And if you, you go through and look at where the jobs are in America, and where the business owners are out there. A lot of it is in, in that food, beverage, entertainment, hospitality section of the economy. And those folks need the help just like like tech companies do. It's just not readily available without something thoughtful like the Launch SA partnership between Lyft Fund and the city of San Antonio.
1: And while you yourself said that you weren't part of the founding team at Jungle Disk, you did, of course, like you mentioned before, found your holding company, which also founded a another um, company called Cyber Fortress, correct?
2: Correct. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, when we, we bought Jungle Disc, it wasn't uh, like a, a lot of times you see these uh, private equity buyouts where um, we would raise a fund and then that fund would buy the Jungle Disc business and then we would try to make it better for two or three years and then go try to sell it to somebody else. So that, that was not the kind of thesis that, that we had, not the way that Hugh that and I really wanted to run the business. We we're both big believers that if you treat your employees right and you, you give them permission to treat your customers right and you build a good, solid business doing that, then you're going to make better returns for your investors over the long term in that model. And so we look specifically to get a group of family offices together to set up the holding company. Uh, The benefit of that, it turned out, is that it also created some flexibility for us to incubate some new ideas that we came across out there while we were talking with our small business customers on a regular basis about how technology was serving them, where they they needed help. And and that's led us to two areas. One was uh, starting the Cyber Fortress business, which is working on the business interruption insurance for e-commerce. So, uh, just like if you, you have a retail store and you uh, have a fire or a flood, you can get that, that business interruption insurance for it. Similar thing can happen. You can have downtime and things on the Internet, and they're working on building insurance out so that as businesses are selling online, if something happens, they can keep getting paid. The other thing that, that we've done over the last few years is uh, with the, the rise of cryptocurrencies out there, Bitcoin. Um, Back in 2016, hardly anybody knew what one was. Now everyone knows what they are, maybe because they've decided to invest in them a little bit. I think there was even a question in my 2019 tax filings, did I buy or sell or trade or whatever, any of those, the cryptocurrencies. And so it's starting to become much more widespread. The reason why, sadly, most small businesses have found out about Bitcoin uh, was because they got an attack on their systems called ransomware, uh, where the, the... criminals lock up their data and then hold it for ransom on their own computer. So we expanded our storage and backup services to include additional cybersecurity products for small business so they can avoid um, having to restore from backup. A backup is an absolute wonderful thing that you need to keep a safe second copy of all your critical data. Uh, But restoring from backup is still never a fun thing. And if there are efficient and affordable ways to, Uh, mitigate some of these uh, common attacks that we're seeing out there, uh, then it's worth the time for the small business to get those things set up as well.
0: Jungle Disc Chairman and CEO Brett Pyatt joining San Antonio Business Journal tech reporter Jeanette Garcia. In our next segment, Pyatt reveals his biggest cybersecurity concerns with employees working at home when Texas Business Minds continues. To support businesses
2: hit hard right now, Texas Mutual Insurance Company is distributing $330 million in dividends to eligible policyholders two months early. Our goal is to get the money to employers when they need it most. More at texasmutual.com slash dividends.
0: Continuing our conversation on Texas Business Minds, as San Antonio Business Journal reporter Jeanette Garcia calls on cybersecurity expert Brett Pyatt. The chairman and CEO of Jungle Disc.
1: A lot of us are working from home, including a lot of small business owners and their workforce. Do you have any tips that you can share with small business owners from the cybersecurity perspective about being safe and, of course, anything including cloud vulnerability so that way people can power through the COVID 19 pandemic?
2: Yeah, my number one thing for small business owners is provide your employees a separate computer that they can use at home for their work activities, just like you provide them one at the office. That might mean you buy a new laptop. That might mean you allow all your employees to take that desktop computer that's sitting on their desk home with them. If you're, you're having employees use personal computers for business activities, and you're storing confidential records for uh, your clients and customers and partners, then you, you kind of run the risk of that employee personal computer, not having all the security patches and updates and things it needs on them, and most of your employees are probably not cybersecurity experts. So it's of no fault of their own that their personal computer um, might not be up to the security level that you would like to see at your business. And it's, it's challenging to ask them to secure your computer, run a school for their children, and still get all their day job activities done. So my number one thing is provide them with a, a system that they're using just specifically for those work activities. Um, that way, you, your odds that you you have a cybersecurity incident there are are greatly reduced.
1: Perfect. And of course, now that you have mentioned schools and going back to your community involvement, I've always been really impressed on your passion for workforce development. And I know that you and your company are. Quite involved with one of our local high schools that's tech focused called CAST Tech. Can you provide me a little bit of information on a little bit of background on what your company does every summer?
2: Yeah, so uh, we're involved in a, a few different uh, activities with the San Antonio Independent School District. Uh, so if you hear me say SAISD out there, listeners, as we're, we're going through this now, that's San Antonio Independent School District. So, um, or with the district, I may just refer to them as that. So with the district, we're involved in, in CAST Tech. So that's a, a brand new school. They'll have their first class of seniors coming here in the fall of, of 2020. And, and it's focused specifically on business, entrepreneurship, cybersecurity, software development, user experience design, and really teaching uh, high school students the the skills that they need to be part of a, a modern technology driven economy. They're doing school a whole different way. You can go out and look at the the CAST program, CAST, and there's also a CAST Med that's that's looking at, at healthcare and a whole number of CAS schools now as they, they're rolling out ways to, to reinvent education. It's a, a partnership with the HEB Foundation, and I think it's the Holdsworth Family Foundation, they may have changed the name of it again, but it's a partnership with, with the, the HEB family and the school districts, and, and CAS Tech is in the SAISD, the other schools are in different districts, so it's run as an innovative uh, in-district charter. And we've been involved over there. Um, some of the employees at Jungle Disc helped participate in designing the, the first high school class on user experience anywhere in the country. And we've been involved in mentoring and, and having internships with those students. But district-wide, we run a large 20 to 30-student high school uh, internship over the summer where we, we bring in those young adults and have them working on on real projects for the business. So we don't just do job shadowing in that. Um, we expect them to produce real work, and they've, they've done that over the last few summers. I think, sadly, this year with our uh, coronavirus crisis, it's going to be a little bit tricky to get that going because I think some of the, the piece it is... It's challenging to onboard new teams if you don't get folks to, to still get into that real human team level interaction. And, and I don't know that we're going to be able to do that right now. So we're looking at if we can't run something over the summer, how do we tie something in during the school year or do something else? Because, as you said, passionate about workforce development as a business owner, I believe you've got a couple of options. You can not proactively get involved in workforce development and then you can sit around and complain that you can't find the people you need to hire or you can proactively get involved in workforce development and solve your own problem.
1: And that makes sense. And above that, I know that you're also really heavily involved in trying to recruit Venture for America interns. So can you tell us a little bit about your involvement in that?
2: Yeah. So Venture for America is a a two-year fellowship program that places, uh, kids out of college or maybe a, maybe a year or two of work experience into second-tier markets. And I know folks in San Antonio don't like hearing we're a second-tier market. We're a second-tier market. And uh, so San Antonio is the the only um, venture for America city in the state of Texas. But um, some other cities around the country, like in Birmingham and Alabama, Detroit, and and others like that. So it's it's getting students out of college that normally would end up going to a – New York, LA, Boston, and to come to a metro like San Antonio to learn from a business owner, work with those business owners in strategic roles, and then ideally after uh, the couple of years of their fellowship, they'll know what they need in order to go off and, and start their own business. And so, for for me, I think San Antonio has a ton to offer. But a lot of folks, if they've never been to San Antonio, uh, don't realize any of that. I mean, I think that uh, you you have the perspective that we're the Alamo and we've got a rodeo and we've got the San Antonio Spurs, but uh, other than than those three things, uh, most folks don't know much else about the city. Maybe that we have a river walk, but that one even comes in um, later on. Or maybe we have a big party called Fiesta, which is kind of like Mardi Gras in, in New Orleans. But it's, it's not really seeing all the other things that we have going here. So. Uh, this is a, a great way uh, for us. Jungle Disc is a business. We get to do direct college recruiting without having to build our own campus recruiting team out. And this also uh, gives the, those students coming in out of a fellowship instead of getting a role at a, a large consulting company um, or a large enterprise where they'll learn some great job skills, but they won't really learn, hands on from a business leader, the things that they need to do to go start their own business in the first couple of years. And so it's a win for everybody around uh, the business, Gets some fresh perspective, outside ideas, and the fellow gets to learn and hopefully go off and start something. And one example here in San Antonio, we've got a, a restaurant pinch uh, that was founded by one of the Venture for America fellows, Sean Wen, from uh, one of the fellowship, early fellowship classes in San Antonio.
1: Since it is very entrepreneurial focused, have you seen any potential on any of the interns that you've hired from it to start a business either within your holding company or elsewhere?
2: Yeah. So one of our, our Venture for America fellows is was one of the co-founders of the Cyber Fortress business. So he he joined us for his fellowship. And then while he was he was working on the strategy to figure out could this work and could it happen and uh, we went through his analysis and said, yep, yeah, looks like it actually can. Do you want to go be part of the team to, to take this from a strategy planning exercise into reality? And he uh, absolutely uh, jumped on it and uh, is off doing that. And similarly, some of the, the other fellows we have, they're working through different things right now. Going to, to take that entrepreneurial leap, you have to have a combination of the knowledge and skills uh, along with the idea and the timing. Uh, so I expect uh, we'll see more of the Venture for America fellows that worked with with us at Jungle Disc, and just um, continue to see more of them across the country, all uh, starting up businesses to help us increase the rate of new business formation.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today, Brett. Is there anything else you'd like to add?
2: Thank you for taking the time to to listen. Out there, if you, have, you want to hear me talk more about cybersecurity in a podcast format, I guess you can check out Cyber Talk Radio. It's on all the podcasting services out there. I've interviewed um, about 50 or more CEOs of different cybersecurity companies. We've talked to high school kids um, playing Cyber Patriot, which is a team sport for cybersecurity in middle schools and high schools across the, the globe. Uh, And we also even talked with um, city and county officials about things like election security. So if you're interested in podcasts and enjoy
0: cybersecurity, check out CyberTalk Radio. Thanks to Jungle Disc Chairman and CEO Brett Pyatt for joining us. And thank you for downloading Texas Business Minds, presented by the Texas Business Journals and brought to you by Texas Mutual Insurance Company a workers' comp provider committed to helping companies build a stronger, safer Texas.